When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Happy Tuesday. Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We've got Joey running the show. Joey, can I make a quick with us here today? request? Uh-oh. Let me make the chat a little bigger. You can barely read it. I can't see what's on the screen. Uh, there we go. Now I can uh, see Hunter Kirk and... Hey, Scopes, Scopes is here. And, Weird. Yeah. He's gotten down from the tree outside of Greg's house to check in and say, hey, dudes. Yeah. I'm not, What's up, Skokes? I'm not revealing where my new address is. <laughs> oh, he found you. Don't just worry. Just in case. <laughs> hey, smash that like button for us if you're in the uh, on the YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed to the page as well. If you're a podcast listener, that's cool. You're the OG. Make sure you follow or subscribe to us there as well. We're going to go over uh, the Blackhawks free agents, the ones that they have currently under contract, and kind of go... Man by man, how we want to look the team the team to look next year. We're going to get into some of the playoff action. Um, a little bit of news on the Hawks attendance front that we might have time for today. I was supposed to shave my beard today. Yeah, yeah. I had the razor and the beard king ready to go. Sure, you did. sitting out where I keep my keys, and then something shiny happened, mm. and I got distracted. So I figured, as a punishment for my lapse in remembering, later in the show I will eat a stick of gum. From 1987, from the Topps Wax Pack, the pack of cards that everybody on earth owned all of. Oh, yeah. yeah. These are the wood panel <laughs> MLB Topps cards, which for me were the classics. This is a at least 35-year-old piece of gum. I will consume it as punishment, and I will shave the beard tomorrow. Maybe you get a cool rookie card out of it. That'd yes. be cool. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of tomorrow, we're going to talk to uh, Buddy Robinson tomorrow. Yes. We're going to talk to Arvid Soderblom on Thursday. Uh, as I got my Ice Hogs shirt on ahead of their series uh, against Texas that begins on Friday. All right, fellas, the Hawks have a lot of free agent decisions to make before they even begin shopping for free agents. I guess I could just go up and down the list of uh, who the uh, free agents are here. Yep. Uh, we can discuss it. So I'll just go top to bottom here. Jonathan Taves, UFA, he will not be back. We know that. Andreas Athanasiu is an unrestricted free agent. Anders Bjork is restricted with Arbrights, as is Austin Wagner. Jujar Kara unrestricted. Philip Kurashev restricted with Arbrights, same as Caleb Jones and Ian Mitchell. Andreas Englund is a UFA. Alex Stalock is a UFA. Anton Hudobin, Blackhawks legend, is a UFA. As we move down to the prospects, uh, I'm looking at guys that matter. Joey Anderson is an arbitration-eligible RFA. Buddy Robinson, UFA. Uh, Jacob Galvis is an arbitration-eligible RFA. Alec Regula, standard RFA. And um, Arvid Soderblom is a uh, arbitration-eligible RFA. So that's it for the guys that really, really matter. So as we're looking ahead to next year's roster, we know that Kyle Davidson sort of alluded to the fact that there'd be more opportunity for young players to come up and have a more permanent role than this past year that... Is still happening for some teams, but not for the Hawks. Yeah. Um, 
I do think still you're going to see some veterans there, maybe a veteran or two brought in as a free agent, but there's not a ton of spots open. As I'm looking at the like roster projections, I've got now these are not like lines for a game, but you've got Gutman, Reichel, Johnson, Blackwell, Dickinson, and Whistle, Kachuk, Radish, Johnson. So those nine are under contract. Kurashev, we all assume will be back. Ten. Right? So there's ten. So that means two spots for Athanasiu, Anderson, Bjork, Wagner, Kara, Robinson. Not to mention any free agent they might be bring in. Not to mention somebody who might have a breakout performance in Rockford or yeah. Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli. Yeah. There's just not a lot of spots. Yeah, and I think that's okay. Yeah. I I, I think, you know, you're you're some of those some of those players uh will will go to Rockford. And I think what they did this season was, you know, make sure that there were some quality veteran players that were going to Rockford and, and, and to be there to be around the young players and help them assimilate to the professional game and all that stuff. Um, so there could be guys that come back like, uh, like I know Anders Bjork came here with, you know, the expectation that this was an opportunity for him to, to, you know, get a shot in the NHL and uh, where he wasn't uh, before. And you know, I, I don't think he'd be too thrilled with the opportunity to be like, Hey, you might go to Rockford. He's just like, well, that's not why I'm here. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see what they do with, with players like that, but there are going to be some of those guys that, that are here for the purpose of, of playing in Rockford and helping the, the next batch of young players come up. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that we're going to see a huge amount of turnover. Um, I think we're going to see probably a lot of one-year deals. And, yeah, maybe they bring in one or two free agents that are going to be NHL roster guys, again, on, like, one year deals just like they did with the fantasy and Domi this this last off season. So I don't think it's a problem that there's not a lot of spots this year. I think maybe next year when you think about maybe a few, a few guys coming up uh, over the next season or two, that's when I think you want to really have the flexibility. This is why the cap floor question is so interesting to me because how are they going to get there? Like if they're just going to bring in a couple vets on one year deals to fill out the roster, those guys aren't going to sign deals big enough to get you to the cap floor. You're not going to re-sign any of these free agents to big enough deals to get you to the cap floor. $7 million for Philip Kershev. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Sure. Like, guys are going to get overpaid, and, like, that's great maybe, but, yeah, maybe you give, you know, for instance, Max Domi, say, hey, we'll give you another one-year deal. We'll give you a four and a half and, or five instead of three yeah. to come be our first-line center. That makes it more difficult to move at the deadline, though. Right, you know, I, I I think for for Domi, I think he would probably be in a situation where he's just like, I don't want to do one one year deals anymore. I think he'd want to probably have a little bit more security. Same thing for Athanasiu. Like he's even said, like I'd like to have a little more security in my next deal because he's been doing the one year moving around all, all all over for the last few seasons. So, for Domi, I think is a big opportunity for them to you know, get a lot of that. We need to get to the cap floor out of the way. They could do like three or four years for him at four or 5 million. And yeah, you're probably going to overpay for him a little bit, but if he's, if he's around, it seemed like he was a, as we, you know, got to know him more as a, as a player in person uh, in the locker room, it, you know, before season, we were kind of like, Oh, Max, don't really like completely changed all our minds. Yeah. I think. And, and, and I think, you know, he was, he was really good in the locker room really enjoyed being in Chicago, the, the city and, and, you know, 
got, uh, you know, made some fans here in the city. So I think he's someone that they could go in in free agency and really take a, a chunk of that um, cap space that they need to, to take up. He's a guy that they could do, uh, do well for. Yeah. And they could also trade for a bad contract for one year. Not a lot of those out there. Yeah. I mean, we were talking before the show where you mentioned Alex Martinez is a guy, but I don't want to take away another defensive spot if yeah. I don't have to. We're already yeah. full enough as it is. If you want Alex Vlasic and Isaac Phillips to get a shot at the NHL to stay here next year, you got to have spots for them. Uh, you've already got Seth Jones coming back, Connor Murphy coming back, uh, Tenorti resigned, mm-hmm. Zaitsev still has another year in his deal. Talk about cap floor. I don't think you're going to look to buy him out or anything like that. You need that money to get on the cap floor. So that gives you two spots. Caleb Jones is on that RFA list. We'll break it down if we think he should or shouldn't come back. That's five guys right there. Yeah. So Alec Martinez, I'm sure the Golden Knights are going to be looking to move that contract because they're always in salary cap hell. (laughs) I just don't think you – a, I don't think Vegas has enough to sweeten the deal. Mm-hmm. They've traded away a lot of their top prospects and draft capital the past few years. And B, I don't want to take away another spot on that back end. I mean, I mean, I know hockey is a long season and guys miss time. You look at Jared Tenorti's season this year. Sure, he's coming back next year, but can you really think he's going to play more than 35 40 games after the season he had this year sure some of those were freak yeah. injuries but his style of play dictates a, a lot of bumps and bruises yeah, over the course yeah. of a season he puts himself in those positions for those freak injuries by his style of play so and i'm sure a guy like jared Tenorti is if if, if he's getting outplayed by an, an isaac phillips would understand and be like yeah okay i don't deserve to be out there but there's not a lot of those one-year deals left of guys that you, you take money. If you do, it's going to have to be a forward. Um, and a lot could happen. You know, Kyle Davidson, we, we see all these guys that are under contract now. Some of those guys can get moved in, in different deals. We don't know. It's going to be an interesting offseason. But as you said, Mario, I don't think um, we're going to see a much different-looking team at the start. I think it's going to be a lot of the guys – we saw this year. Uh, so I don't know if we want to just go through some of these RFAs and, and, yeah, and talk about it. Let's do or? that. A couple of suggestions just in terms of like who they could bring in for the cap floor. Uh, one I really got my interest, Ryan O'Reilly. Um, he's not 32. I don't, he's I not taking a lot he's left not he's taking really a one good year, for Toronto. Yeah. He's not taking a one year deal to come to the Blackhawks to get traded. A contender is going to give him yeah. a three or four year deal. And what he'll do is say, I'm going to play for cheaper to win. Mm-hmm. Versus, I'm going to play for more. Toronto, to lose. the way he's playing at Toronto, Toronto might be ex- giving him a new contract. We were talking before the show. He's been excellent. He's been their most valuable these. player. Without, without Ryan O'Reilly, they're they're probably they're down three one in this series instead of up three one. And the series. other one was um, Evgeny Kuznetsov from uh, Washington, who's yeah. kind of wants out. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a, a decent, a, a good player, obviously. Uh, I think he's at 7.8. I'm pulling up their cap friendly yeah, right that's now. A, I mean, that's an, another potential big, you know, big that, chunk. Yeah, that's that. 7.8 for the next two seasons. So he's 30. I mean, he's not ancient. Yeah. And that's something you'd have to, floor. you would get an asset back to take that on. You would ima- you'd imagine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I I do that. Yeah, I I think with with a lot of a lot of these players too is you you gotta make sure that they're you know they're coming in knowing what next season is going to be. I I think a lot of guys this year probably knew uh, what this season was going to look like and may probably in free agency made some decisions like, like Max, like I bring it back to Max Domi and Athanasiu. Like those guys came to Chicago knowing like, you know what, I'm not going to get an opportunity to be in the top six, most other places. Um, so I think if you're, if you're looking to get guys who are like that, like, an know, like Ryan O'Reilly, like, like you said, like, I think he's going to go to a team that's going to be a contender because he wants to be in a contender's contender yeah. spot. He's not yeah. in that, he's not in that spot in his career where he's like, well, I just want to get an opportunity to keep playing. Like, same thing. I think same thing for Kuznetsov. Even though that would be a trade, I think you got to make sure you have guys coming in with proper attitudes. Because if you have a guy like Kuznetsov who's known only winning in Washington, he's making a ton of money, and you bring him into Chicago where the expectation isn't really going to be to win. Um, and I, I just, you know, I, I'm not saying Kuznetsov's a, a you know bad attitude guy. Um, I just think, you know, sometimes it's, you don't, you, you don't know. It's a bit of a wild card. And, and Luke Richardson did a really good job of keeping the locker room together this last season with, you know, whatever was going to happen with Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane throughout the entire year, keeping that team engaged and, and, and ready to go was, it was a big deal. So I think again, if you're bringing in guys who may not know, what the writing on the wall is and are trying to make the best of it, then that makes his job a little bit harder and it might make the season a little bit harder for some of those guys in that locker room. Definitely. All right, let's go through the Hawks. Uh, let's start it forward. I think we all agree. Philip Kurashev will be part of things going forward. Yeah. Um, Kyle Davidson raved about him at his end of season press conference. So that just seems like a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. So I think we can cross him off the list. Um, we talked a little bit about him yesterday, but Andreas Athanasiu. Mm. I say he wants to go elsewhere. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, that's one where if they bring him back, fine. If they don't, fine. Yeah. Like, he was really good the last three weeks of the season, but much much of the season you saw why he's played for so many different teams over right. the past few years. I mean, he seemed to fit in well in the locker room. Luke Richardson liked him. The move to center helped him a lot. But, mm-hmm. again, like, they bring him back. Cool. It doesn't move the needle at all. No. Which is it's like maybe been, what they want. Been there, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Like, I think that depends on the market for him. And I don't know if there's a whole huge market for him, to be oh, honest with he you. He doesn't seem to think so. No. He says he's got no choice, which means the Blackhawks were the only team that called him last year. That's how I read that. That, that to yeah. me is crazy. Like, I, I guess. I mean, contenders have to measure every dollar, and they got to make sure that you know, they're going to get a world because I think maybe his issue is he's been good enough long enough that he warrants X amount of money, three million plus whatever. And most teams are like, eh, I could find a much better use for three million, even if I just stash it and and save it for the deadline or whatever. Yeah. So I think it does really limit the opportunities of places he's going to go. And yeah, yeah, he was good this year, ended up leading the Hawks in scoring, was strong down the end. Um, playing center, but I don't think that's enough to change his reputation around the league. And sort of the same thing with Max Domi is, you know, he said, hey, this guy, 
he he proved he could be a top line scorer, and he's gone to Dallas and hasn't picked up a point in the playoffs yet. So anything he earned here is now under the microscope of the playoffs, and mm-hmm. people are going to be kind of the same way about Domi. And it's and we know here in Chicago how much a playoff performance can outshine a regular season performance. Brian Bickle. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So you know if 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 like like we said last show, where it's just like uh, the 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 less Domi produces with Dallas, the more it seems like, well, maybe the the really impressive season he was putting together here won't matter as much when he hits free agency and, and his options may be a little less limited. So with the Santa's you were sort of agreeing, like, either way, fine, sure. Yeah. It's kind of the consensus. Yeah, if, if they bring him back, I'm not going to be mad. I think he was he was a, he's a guy that obviously provides, you know, creates scoring chances, um, seemed like a good a good guy in the locker room. Um, yeah, I, I, if they bring him back, I don't think it's a problem. I just think f- for him, it seems like if the opportunity is there to sign a longer than a one-year deal, wherever it might be, I think he'd rather do that than do another like, hey, we'll just, you know, <laughs> copy and paste your contract from last year. Right. Uh, next on, on the list, uh, Joey Anderson. Whoop, he's a restricted <laughs> free agent. Uh, has gone down to Rockford. Has been a nice part of their playoff run. Yeah. Um, I think that's a if he's willing to do a two year a two way deal rather, I love that for him. The guy can get some NHL time, and then again next year with Rockford, go down for the playoffs. Or if some kid really jumps up, I don't know who that would be forward wise next year. Um, but he could always you know kind of jump back and forth between the two clubs. I just like what he brings. He's kind of a not great at anything, but not terrible at anything either. You can trust him out there. It adds a little bit of offense. That's one. Of, if I'm going to prioritize some of the veteran RFAs, he's one of the guys I'm prioritizing. Yeah, he did. He did pretty well in a bottom six role um, for 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 the Hawks this year, and I I would be happy to have him back. I think he's somebody that I think they bring back. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he he was part of the Sweet Caroline, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, with with Dujar Kara and Boris Kachuk, and they were very effective. They were the Hawks best line down those last 10 games. Last few games. They tapered off a little at the end, but yeah. you know, I, yeah, he's a guy that if he if he's willing for a two-way deal, I don't see why he wouldn't be at this point that you can bounce back and forth between Rockford if needed. If you know, you bring in more veterans or something, he can do both. Uh play be a veteran leader type guy in Rockford and then come up here and be an effective fourth liner when need be. So yeah, I would, I'd have no problem signing him to another, yeah. another contract. Next up is Anders Bjork, uh, played 13 games with the Hawks this year, finished with eight points. Uh, that's coming off of, uh, last season when he had eight points in 58 games with the Sabres. Um, I liked what he brought a little bit inconsistent. I'll say he had games where he was great games. You wouldn't even notice him. Um, but I think he's sort of in that Joey Anderson mold of, Kind of a tweener. Maybe if there was a somewhere between the AHL and NHL, <laughs> that's where he would belong. Yeah. But again, another depth piece. And you talk about you know Rockford wanting to to load up and and have some veterans there for the for the playoffs. It's another guy that I think could fit that could fit that description. But again, is he willing at you know what is he twenty six? Yeah. To sign a two way deal, but he might be in the Athanasiu school of I don't have a lot of options. I don't think he has much of a choice. Yeah. Yeah. The there the options might not be there, but I I, I think. Towards the end of, uh, in, in the final few games, he really kind of turned it on there um, and, and was put in a situation where he was clicking a little bit more with, uh, he was on the Reichel line. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think that was a good indication of like what he 
is capable of. I think the Blackhawks like his combination of speed and defensive responsibility as a forward. So um, you know, he was he was brought in to kind of fill the role that Sam Lafferty left, and I I, I think he's another guy that they uh, that they might invest a, a little bit in potentially being a, a bottom six or a guy who could jump up and down the lineup depending on you know what you need him to do. Yeah, uh, to me. I'd bring him back if he's willing to do that two-way deal. I, I don't bring him back on a one-way deal um, just because, yeah. I mean, there is a chance you lose him for nothing if you need to clear him for waivers. I, I you, is, you know, you, Jason, you, you wonder if he'd take another two-way deal. I don't think he really has much of an option at this point. I don't think he solidified himself as an NHLer by any means. Yeah. I know he, I know players. He's, he's I, played a lot of NHL games. Yeah, but, I mean, when it, you know, uh, you know, a team like Buffalo, who was right on the cusp, didn't call him up at all this year. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's just he wasn't fitting fit their mold or whatnot, but that's kind of a telling sign. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd bring him in on a two-way deal, maybe a one-year, two-way. But we got, you know, the, the, the beauty of those guys is they're RFAs. So the Blackhawks have you know, the first writer, they, have, yeah. they, can, they hold the, they have all the cards. They can give a guy what he wants, you know, and he's he, one of the arbitration, he's guys. arbitration. Yeah. So that, you know, for him, a guy like that, it might make sense to take him to arbitration. Cause you might be the arbitrator might be like, well, you played eight games and you know, that's worth this much money. Yeah, so right, right. it might be, but teams like to avoid that. They don't want to come yeah, off. It's contentious. It, they yeah, because then it's yeah, and then they come off. Here's an opportunity like, for us to really talk you down. Yeah, <laughs> you're, like we we don't want to pay you what you're worth, so we're gonna let yeah. this guy say. And again, they're not in a position where they should be penny pinching. No, they're not. So no. I don't see it going to our. But yeah, I I I'd be fine with him coming back again as one of those guys that you know bounces between the bottom six here and the top six in Rockford if need be. All right, so if we're projecting. Uh, Tyler Johnson, Cole Gutman, Lucas Reichel, Colin Blackwell, Jason Dickinson, Mackenzie Antwistle, Reese Johnson, Anders, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Boris Kachuk, and Taylor Radish. We've got Joey Anderson. We've got Anders Bjork. So that is 11 of our thir- of our 12 forwards. Now, of course, you carry extra on the bench. So that brings us to the last restricted free agent on the forwards list, Austin Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> Two points in seven games with the Hawks after his hand almost went gangrenous and Oof. caused the world to turn into the last of us. Which I no think, one wants. yeah, I, Wagner, I feel like if they, if they make decisions to bring back maybe a fantasy and Bjork, I think, well, there's your, you, you have enough speed. Uh, you have enough guys that, that bring speed to the table and, and Wagner brings speed to the table, not a ton else. And I, I, I think he might be someone that they say like, Hey, thanks. Uh, but you know, we we need we need he might be one of those guys where it's just like we need the we need the space for for flexi for roster flexibility and for potentially a young player to come up. So yeah. I would be fine if they moved on from Austin Wagner. Me too. All right, now we go to the unrestricted forwards, <laughs> Jujar Kara. I think we all kind of agree, love the guy, but he's probably done here. I would imagine. Yeah. Thanks for the. Uh, yeah, I mean he's. Yeah, he he seemed like a, a really good guy to have around. Teammates obviously really like him. Um, he was effective when healthy, but yeah, I guess I really don't know if there's, I, I, I don't, I, yeah, I, I really don't know how much his long-term future is here. 
and he's he's at that point where he could go to a lot of different teams and they would like to have him. So his options might be open. I've, yeah, I, I think he can – I think playoff teams would be interested in a guy like that. You sure. know, his style of game is is built more for postseason style of hockey. Just – he's – part of the problem we had last year is we had so many guys that are the, do the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was one of those guys. So maybe – you, you you change it up a little bit, and you you know you've you, and you could get what you miss from him out of guys that are already on the roster in Rockford, like mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I I think I think they're gonna be moving on from from that. But you know, I could see him winding up with a team that that you know wants to have a little extra heaviness, a little extra physicalness built built towards the playoffs. So. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think it's a dire situation for Jujar Carrot by any means. No, and I hope I do hope he finds he finds a place to land because, like you said, like when he's healthy, he's 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 a good player. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to fill the net, but he can play center, he can play wing, and kill penalties. He played in the power play this year; it's in the document. <laughs> he did, uh, yeah. You know, he's he's kind of versatile in, in what he does, and yeah, like that to me is you're a, you're a playoff contender. You want to add a little bit of reinforcement at the deadline, maybe to your bottom six. He's a great candidate for that. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, guys get injured and you got to fill in spots and maybe he's in and out of the lineup on a contender. But if he's healthy, he is a valuable player. But that's the thing is they're going to look and say, you know, back problems, concussion problems. Do we want to invest in a guy like this? Yeah. I can see a team like the St. Louis Blues giving him a deal. Yeah. He kind of fits their mold and they're – I don't. Th- I think t- this past season with the Blues was a, an anomaly, and they cut the fat. They got stuff for guys they would have lost on the f- like them struggling. Actually, I think did them better long term than short term because mm-hmm. yeah. you were able to get assets for Tarasenko and O'Reilly. Where had you been in a playoff spot, you wouldn't have traded those guys at the deadline, and you might be losing them for nothing right. or forced to re-sign one of those guys when you didn't really yeah, want to. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So I think them struggling this year was actually a blessing in disguise, and they'll be back in a playoff spot next year. It forced her hand. And, I mean, he who shall not be named couldn't Would've read the lighting on the wall yeah. with that and say, all right. No, as much as it pains me to say, Doug Armstrong did some really good GMing this year. Yeah. Now let's see if it pays off with them bouncing back, but they've got enough of their core – a lot of guys still from that 2019 Cup team, so I think Juju Kara could fit the mold down sure. there. Yeah, cheap depth. You need it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, last unrestricted free agent for the forwards is Buddy Robinson, our guest tomorrow at 2 p.m. We love Buddy Robinson. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. Uh, I just, uh, the Buddy system. He only played a handful of games here this year. He was. He was. I think specifically brought in to be a veteran guy for Rockford, yeah. and he's and he's done really well in that role for the Ice Hogs. Um, don't know if he'll be back, but what he's doing right now with them is is valuable. So, if if it's if they feel like it's super valuable and want him to do it again for next year's group, fine, sign him to you know league minimum two way deal. Plays in Rockford next year. Uh, yeah, I think that you know that's that's an option Comes for up, them. Scores a big goal that might cost you Connor Bedard. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Uh, Twenty points in fifty-two games with Rockford, sixty-one penalty minutes. Yeah, I mean that's that's your time out. You need depth at all levels. Mm-hmm. I think he what he, I think what he does in the postseason with Rockford will go a long way. And if he comes back to the organization, not he's already got a big overtime goal 
Uh, he had the series clinching goal against Iowa. Mm-hmm. Or was it the first game? Yeah, it was the series clincher. The series clincher. Yeah, uh, it was uh, Grimaldi the first game. Correct. Yeah, yes. Rocco. Hey, Rocco. The, the, the um, tallest guy on the team and yes. the shortest guy on the team. Exactly. <laughs> That's both ends of the spectrum. But yeah, I, I think if if Buddy Robinson has a big postseason and he gets he helps the Ice Hogs get past this round and and maybe even beyond, I think that goes a long way in, in getting him back in the organization. It seems to be a pretty good fit, and he's mm-hmm. a guy that. As he showed this year, started the season with the team because they had some injuries and ended the season with the team because, you know, of all the trades Roster and stuff. Trade, uh, he's a guy that you could throw out there in an NHL game in a bind and you're really not going. He's not a liability by any means. Yeah. So uh, he's he's a guy that could be a, you know, a somewhat valuable piece to that Rockford uh, team and then brought up here in a pinch when need be. Yeah. But I, I, but again, but they again, move it's, on. It's, it's if not they, the yeah. If they move on, it's not good. You're not gonna unless we have crumble. him on tomorrow, and he's like the greatest guest we've ever had. Then <laughs> I'm gonna be all a team buddy sure. and get him, get yeah. him here, lifetime contract. All right, we're gonna do the defense next, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you smash that like button. But first, Mario's gonna let you know about our big Bears draft party. Yeah, big Bears draft party. Uh, partnering with uh, Goose Island. Our official beer sponsor. Uh, they've been Chicago's beer since 1988. They have a tremendous roster of delicious beers, starting with the Goose IPA, a six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest, always in style, citrus aroma with a bold hop finish. They also have the Tropical Beer Hug IPA, which is a dry-hopped imperial IPA, a 9.9 alcohol by volume that is dangerously easy to drink, and that will take care of you this summer. The Full Pocket Pills, an everyday beer, what the beer brewers are drinking, and, of course, the Golden Cans, the 312 We Ale, the staple of their roster. So grab an extra fresh brewery-exclusive beer at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Ave in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown, Goose Island, Chicago's Beer Company, and, yes... The NFL draft is coming up. It is happening later this week. You can join us here at CHGO and the CHGO Bears crew, along with Goose Island and other diehard fans, for the NFL draft party in the city. It's going to be happening at Joe's Bar on Weed Street. The draft, uh, we are throwing two parties during the NFL draft. You won't want to miss it. Come out to Joe's Bar on Weed Street for an experience that includes an extended CHGO Bears live show, draft <laughs> coverage, and a premium drink package from our friends at Goose Island. You can purchase night one, which is on Thursday night for round one of the draft, night two, which is Friday night for rounds two and three of the draft, or both. Each night must be purchased separately. Also, there are ticket options that do not include the drink package, uh, but just know that you will have to be paying for your drinks uh, individually, if you get that ticket, uh, there is general mission seating, uh, general mission tickets, reserved table seating, VIP booth seating, and VIP seating seating right in front of the stage where the CHGO Bears crew is going to be doing their show. We'll have giveaways and CHGO merchandise available for purchase. I saw we are also giving away some uh, autographed Bears jerseys, yep. so keep a keep a lookout for that. Maury Buford. All, all <laughs> tickets include uh, the drink package, again, like I said, from Goose Island, uh, beer and cocktails. That'll go from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. in the main front bar of Joe's, 
Food will be available from purchase from Joe's Kitchen as well. Uh, of course, being that this is at a bar, the event is 21 plus and entrance only with a valid ID. And as I look out our windows here at our lovely CHGO offices, it is kind of sort of sunny out there. Sort of, kind of sort of. It's misleadingly sunny sunny out there. It's like, <laughs> oh, it looks like a beautiful day, and you walk out, and you're like, it's still freaking cold. Oh, cold. But put on a jacket and put on a pair of Shady Rays Polaroid sunglasses. They have you covered for the warm weather ahead and the sunny weather, no matter what the temperature is, at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. I think the folks at Shady Rays are a little too humble. They are better than any expensive pair I've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you break your pair or lose them, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through the Shady Rays Impact Initiative. They're doing everything from donating meals to building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others just like it for now and years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days of purchase. Mm-hmm. There's zero risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners only, Shady Rays is giving their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code CHGO for 50% off any order that includes two or more pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. The more you buy, the more you save. Try yourself. For yourself, the shades rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand folks. That's a lot of folks. A lot of folks. And a lot of stars. A lot of stars. Good Our friend uh, Region Rev, by the way, chime in in the chat, reminding everybody that today is the last day for special pricing for Ice Hogs tickets. So if you want to yeah. go see the Ice Hogs on Friday or Sunday, IceHogs.com. Get those tickets now. Uh, just so you know, Friday, two dollar beer night. Two dollar beer night on a playoff. <sighs> On a playoff night, it's gonna be fun. I'm hoping for a really long post game media session, so that whole crowd <laughs> is long gone when I get to my car. Yeah, Hopefully, the Rockford Police Department is uh, set up, yes, ready to go. Get some stadies out there in ninety. Protect me on my way home, please. <laughs> well, we'll be there, right? The three of us going Friday. Right. Friday, yes, yeah. awesome. plan. Yeah, and sun- be a lot of fun. Sunday, uh, Jim Cornelison will be doing the national anthem out oh, there. Oh, so nice! Hey, that'll be fun. Beautiful. Yeah, good times. It'll be good. That's a great little arena. Uh, if you've never been, I recommend it. Should be a great atmosphere out there. They love, they love the Ice Hogs in Rockford. Uh, quick shout out to Midnight Mike Forty Four. I think this is his first time here, saying he's a hawk nut stuck in Maple Leaf Land. I am so so sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, we were. Yeah, we agree. Let's have an amazing draft, Hawk Management. I 100% back that statement. And uh, yeah. Sorry about the uh, the fans that probably think they've already won the Stanley Cup. And uh, Edward 
Er, Elric says, you guys are having an NFL draft party. When? Can I bring a friend? I just Mario did just the whole told read. You, go to allchgo.com for all the information. I believe that comment came up during the read. Yes. Okay. Uh, on our NFL draft party, allchgo.com. You can bring as many friends as you want as long as they're yes. over 21. And, and have they, tickets. And they buy tickets. Yes. Right. Exactly. All right, Other than move. that, anybody can come. Yes. Uh, so let's move on to the defensive portion of the roster. Uh, you've got contracts, obviously, long-term locked up for Seth Jones. Connor Murphy, uh, Jared Tenorti. You've got Nikita Zaitsev for another year as well. You can assume there is a permanent spot for Alex Vlasic. So really that means one spot is open. Um, Caleb Jones About restricted. Eh, you yeah. Take, you take seven. Sure, seven. Know, but yeah. Um, but one in the you know lineup. So you've got Caleb Jones restricted, Ian Mitchell restricted, Alec Regula restricted, Jacob Galvis uh, restricted, and Andreas England unrestricted. So Caleb Jones, I think, is the big wild card here. I think as the year went on, he played pretty well. Played better. For a $1 million bottom pair defenseman, I don't know if you're going to do better than Caleb Jones. Just looking at, at the, for the value, yeah. for what he provides, he's not perfect. He's going to have a terrible game, but then he's going to have big blue line games too. Uh, he is capable of, of performing pretty well for a guy paid as little as he's paid. And him and Seth... Uh, played pretty well together. Yeah. And more than them just being brothers. Like, they they actually had, you know, some, some chemistry together as defensemen. I don't know if that's a long-term plan for next year if uh, for Luke Richardson if Caleb is around. Um, I think it, for a while I think we were kind of saying between Caleb Jones and Ian Mitchell, who would you rather have back? And I think Caleb Jones played his way into the leader in that conversation. Yeah. If he wants to come back – uh, which it sounded like he he wanted to at the, when we talked to him at the end of the season um, that he was you know really wanting to be here and 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 open to it. Uh, if they want to copy and paste his contract uh, and he's open to that, I'm I'm fine with that. I have no problems with that. Like you said, Jay, like you could do you could do worse for 1.2 million dollars uh, for a sixth defenseman than Caleb Jones. Yeah, I I'm fine with that. Another one year deal under two mil i'm cool with that um you know you're gonna need seven defensemen if not more to get mm -hmm. you through the season it seemed to me that luke richardson really kind of took caleb under his wings like he was one of the guys that he really like took some pride in his improvement over the season yeah and i think that goes a long way for the organization likes him listen he's a really good skater his decision-making at times is a little, suspect, a little suspect, but you could say that about almost every defenseman in the league. You could say that about Seth Jones. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys have brain farts on the ice. Uh, those seem to not come as frequently as the season went on. Right. As his confidence got better, and I think he's being coached. Well, that's that's the thing. <laughs> right. when, you get, when you get a coaching staff that – instill that has confidence in a young player that player becomes far more confident knowing that if i screw up here i'm not getting launched in the sun i'm not going back to rockford i'm not eating popcorn in the press box next game i'm i'll be back out in my next shift so that goes a long way i'm fine with caleb jones coming back i know we need more space on the blue line but as you said i think Value-wise, you got the most value out of Caleb Jones this season. Yeah. As far as what you paid for him for him, and what you got out of him, he might have been the best value on the entire team. 
You would think so. Um, Doesn't the uh, the athletic does that like player value versus? Yeah, that's, yeah. Where, that's where Jack Johnson yeah. or Seth Jones owes the team like three million bucks. Yeah, but I think you know they gotta they gotta crunch the numbers and do the fancy graphs. I think he Caleb would probably be at the top end of that. You list. would think so. Caleb Caleb played well. Yeah, for, so, his, for what his his deal was worth. And I know he takes a beating, and, and we've criticized him when it's rightful. I mean, Dr. Horshaw already shows we know what he brings. We'd rather have a younger prospect in a slot. I, I understand that. Yeah, and there's nothing to say that he's necessarily going to take a position away. Right. Um, you know, if it was me... He's also only 25. Yeah, there's still some potential there for him to be yeah. a thing in the, in, over the next couple of years as he continues. So you've seen improvement and development from when he first got here to the end of the over his two seasons you've seen his game get better Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think if we had this conversation at thanksgiving i think we did yeah in november we were all kind of like we're done with caleb jones let's move on and now it's kind of like okay i'll go another year of that see what happens it's not gonna break the bank and what's what, what's it really going to harm? My only my only worry is is that he's going to like if if it's up to Luke between Caleb and Vlasic or whoever the kid is that makes the team Isaac Phillips whatever mm-hmm. that he's going to opt for the vet and because we know Luke's style is to play to win he's that's his mindset is hey right. if we're going to play the game we're going to do our best to win it I'm going to put the team in position to win it and that's what's going to happen so I don't know like that's like when they brought Tenorti back I was like okay. But it's a spot. Like, yeah. it's a spot that's a guy. Like, even with Caleb Jones, you could squint and say, you know what? If he continues his growth a little bit, takes another step next year with another full year of Luke Richardson and his staff, maybe he becomes like a really solid four. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And you could say, all right, so when they're ready to win again, he's 27, 28, 29, still youngish, cheapish, a guy you can keep around for depth. With, with Tenorti. All right, Tenorti's a, a, a it's locker a room term. is a locker room guy. It's a one year yeah. deal. He's he's a Luke Richardson style of player. That that I think makes sense for next year to have to have him around. Where whereas Caleb, I think you know it, to have him around next year, that actually is more of a like that's a competition builder. Because that's one of the guys when you talk about, okay, one through six, he's in that like five, six, seven range. And if you want Alex Vlasic, Isaac Phillips, Alec Regula, these kinds of players to, you know, you want them to work to bump those guys out of position. Because I think there's a difference between saying, okay, there's three spots open in the defense. Let's put all of our kids in there rather than saying, well, there's two spots open and we got three kids that want to play go out, go out there and earn it. Right. Like, I think that, I think that that is, um, that I think that's gotta be part of the, the thought process in getting these young players to take that next step. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to hand them anything and, and worry about like, okay, well we've given them this spot in the lineup. They're not producing. They're not now, if we take them out, what does that do? I think it takes, it takes them a step back. I think you'd rather have the young players play themselves into the lineup given the opportunity to do so. And, and I think if you have like, let's, let's say they, there's two spots open and you have Vlasic and Phillips as part of the seven that are in the NHL next year, you have an opportunity for rotation. You have an opportunity for competition. You have an opportunity for teaching moments at the NHL level after having them at the AHL level. Um, I think that's, 
I think that's why bringing a guy like Caleb back is not a bad bad op- uh, option because he could be someone that plays in a in a rotation. And while it might not be great for him, maybe I think if he's looking to be like I I, I don't want to be doing these rotations anymore, then you got to play your way out of it, right? right. Like so, I, I think that that competition is 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 good to have. He kind of for, sets a bar. Yeah, for the, for those younger players, for the young guys. Like, if you want to get in the lineup, you have to play better than Caleb Jones. And some may say that's not a very high bar, but it's a bar. Yeah, and then it also pushes Caleb to play better too, knowing yeah. that he's got Isaac Phillips hungry to take his spot. Right, competition is a good thing. You need it. You just can't give Alex Vlasic a spot and say, "Okay, you're our guy for 82 games. Go get him, kid." Mm-hmm. You know, you need to, you need to have you need to have some worry that you're going. And you can't ask, you know. Isaac Phillips to come in and be like, play as good as Connor Murphy next year. No. Right. Play as good as Seth Jones. That's mm-hmm. a recipe for failure where you set the bar at Caleb Jones. He's our, he's our fifth guy. We need you to play just as good as better than him. And then that message gets to Caleb Jones. Caleb Jones says, well, I need to play better than right. last year. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, next on the list is Ian Mitchell. Uh, vibes from me and a lot of people we talk to it just seems to be like they're just kind of happy to, it's time to move on, move on and yeah. let him let him take a shot with another You gave Oregon. him a lot of opportunity. New opportunity. New opportunity. Does a single positive Ian Mitchell highlight stand out to you this year? No. He's just... I mean, I, he, had, he scored a, f- a few goals, but... Yeah, but it's just like he's kind of just a non-factor. You know, yeah, like, and, and for for defensemen, if they if they don't show up in a bad way... That's fine, but I think Ian Mitchell, for what he was supposed to be and what he could have been in Chicago, I think he was supposed to do more than that. Do more than just be invisible. If I want a guy who's not who's low event, I want a guy who's big and physical in front of the net. Sure. Right? If you're not going to pick up points, I don't want a little guy who's not going to pick up points and not be an offensive provider. If, if it's between... Ian Mitchell or Jared Tenorti, to me, it makes perfect sense to have Tenorti out there. Yeah, if you're not because he adds something different, like that's where I think Nolan Allen gets yeah has jumped ahead of him. He Ian Mitchell probably has the potential to be more point score than Nolan Allen, maybe. But Nolan Allen is a as a bigger, more physical guy, plays that stay at home role a lot better. So you know, yeah, if you're small and can skate good, but you don't get points, okay, cool. Go like I don't, I don't. It doesn't do a lot for yeah, me. Yeah, and, so. and I I think being being a tad undersized and not really having a master skill, there's not a lot of spots for for players. No, like that. I mean Columbus is is seeing that with Adam Boquist. You know, just yeah. it's I don't know if he's ever going to put that together, Boquist. Right. Um, you know. Yeah, he might be a perennial five six guy. Yeah, and you know, but so, at least Boquist has. Speed yes, he has and he's that, a better puck mover. Yeah, like yeah. there are things that Adam Bogus like you can see he's really good at X Y Z. Just doesn't do it. Mitchell enough. doesn't. Yeah, Mitchell doesn't I, have no. If I was putting Boquist and Mitchell together, I'd take Boquist for the role yeah, that they would have yeah, to play. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's time to give Ian Mitchell a new start somewhere. I think he wants it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's ever going to be more than what he is right now. He could be that Adam Clendenning. Cody France and TJ Brennan guy that just All plays place, forever yeah. in the AHL is a really good AHL defenseman, you know, does good down there, wins a couple of Calder Cups, but just never has that oomph, that mm-hmm. extra step to stay in the NHL for a long period of time. Um, 
So, yeah, I think it's time to move on. They gave him so many chances this year to pr- to prove that that mindset that seems to be going through the Blackhawks that they're ready and he never really did anything all those games down the stretch he got to play there nothing really sticks out to where I'm like we got to have this kid back. Yeah. Jason T says is there any comparison between Ian Mitchell and Gustav Forsling? No. I don't know about that. I think Forsling is another guy where you could look at that skill set and, and say there's that there's that there's that. You could Forsling can score a little more yeah. consistently. Yeah. Yeah, so I can see what you're saying as he goes to a different team. But, hey, like, maybe Ian Mitchell just needs a change of scenery. Who knows, right? Maybe his confidence is shot and he does jump up, but it doesn't feel like it's happening here. No. Uh, Next on the list, uh, Jacob Galvis, who you said yesterday, Mario, might be going back to... uh, Is it officially? Oh, it's official. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's going to be happening. He's going to, uh, he's going back to Finland. We'll cross him off then. Right? That was who it was? Going to Malmo? Yes. Yeah. Uh, But I could... See the Hawks still maybe seeing if he wants to sign a deal to hold on to his rights. They could, qual- yeah, they could sign him to a qualifying offer. Yeah, so they still, if he decides to come back to North America and give it another shot, they still He'd have be the, the guy. He'd the, be able to, yeah. Do it. So we'll see. He's he, probably reading the writing on the wall though and saying, "I don't really have a shot to make the pros here with all these talent coming." Yeah, out. I think I think knowing where guys like Phillips and Vlasic and Regula are, and then knowing that. No, uh, at Nolan Allen and Ethan Del Mastro are going to be in Rockford next year. He's probably seeing like you know what I'm. I'm not taking steps forward in the organization, so maybe I want to play closer to home. You know, he, he's um, from Czechia, I believe. So yeah, I mean, it's there's there could be different factors, but yeah, it doesn't seem like he and the organization are going to be moving forward together all that much. Uh, you mentioned the name just now. Alec Regula is the next restricted free agent. Only appeared in four games with the Hawks this year. Uh, as a guy I was expecting to see a bit more of this season. Um, seems like another guy kind of stuck in that AHL that, like, you call it a 4A baseball player, right? Yeah. Like, somewhere in between. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would bring him back for sure. I think he's a guy that, you know, has, has a more uh, – offensive mindset than you know you normally see uh for a guy of his of his size and his stature i think you you typically you see like oh yeah stay at home defenseman big guy physical he has a little bit more of an offensive mind Mm -hmm. i I think that's i think he's a player that can still develop into that regular nhl lineup it's just defensemen take time goalies take time so you know for him being you know what 22 23 years old 22 years old like there's i have no issue with him being back Maybe maybe being like the third young guy in in the you know Vlasic Phillips Regula um, you know rankings as far as you know the the, the guys coming up between the AHL and the NHL um, the 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 plan with Kyle Davidson and and uh, the organization for these prospects is you'd rather be overripe than not ready and so if Regula play, comes back plays another year primarily with the Ice Hogs. Uh, and, and continues to develop. I think that that's fine. I don't think we're running. In, I don't think at this time we're running into a spot where it's just like, oh, he's only an AHL player. I think he's still young. He's still developing. So I would, I would like to see him back. Yeah, bring him back. The guy, nice, good core young D men down there next year. He could probably be the number one. Yeah. When you throw in, you know, Kaiser, uh, Del Mastro, Allen, bring in a couple vets. Mm-hmm. To go down there, you mm-hmm. know, maybe Adam Glendening wants to come back again. Uh, <laughs> you know, just you get those type of guys down there. 
Um, you know, there, you know, there's some other younger guys that may get a look too. So yeah, I don't see that. There's no reason to give up on Regula just yet. There's still some potential there and he's got size that go. That's going to open more doors for him than, yeah. than others. Well, I wonder if Andreas England, who's unrestricted would, would cross that uh, box, right. As a guy who can be kind of the veteran in Rockford and call him up if you need him. Maybe. We did play 15 games in Colorado with the Colorado Eagles this year before the trade. I mean, he was up and down in Colorado yeah. with the Abs and the Eagles. I think it was a nice thing that Kyle Davidson did to uh, have Jack Johnson go back to Colorado to have the opportunity to play. And Andres England got an opportunity to play here, and I think that's all we need to do. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to cry if he's not back. No, you can get there's there's a hundred on on you know England's out there. Um, if you want to get a guy like that for Rockford, you could probably find him for cheaper. You can stand on a street corner and yell, Hey, I need a defenseman. <laughs> and five guys just like him will show up. Sure. Uh, Bijan says, who's better, Caleb or Ian Mitchell? Does Ian Mitchell being a right shot, give him the edge over Caleb being sus baby bro. But I, I just don't, I just think Caleb is better. We kind of, we kind of just talked about yeah, it. Caleb yeah. Caleb is just flat out. I, I, I know right-handed, Caleb's... left-handed shot things matter, but if a guy is significantly more valuable to you as a player, you're not just going to opt for the what's, other guy because he shoots right-handed. What, what's the use of having a right-handed shot that never shoots? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other, uh, Alex Daylock, unrestricted free agent, seems like he'll be gone. Yeah. Uh, Arvid Soderbloom, obviously restricted free agent. He will be back for sure. He's probably going to be maybe the starter next year. Uh, potentially but, the backup to Peter Mrazek yeah, or split which, time. Which him and Mrazek, 1A, 1B. Yeah, yeah eventually, eventually he'll be the starter. <laughs> yeah. With the Camesso signing, uh, that means that he's going to get time in Rockford, forcing Soderbloom up here, not forcing, but promoting yeah. Soderbloom mm-hmm. as he deserves to be. And uh, he'll, however that rotation works, we'll probably see a lot of them next year. So, yeah, that one's, uh, that's pretty good. So, all right, I think we, I think we're kind of like in lockstep here. Jones back, you let Mitchell go. Regula, you bring back. England, you let go. Forward-wise, we want Kurashev, meh, on a fantasy you. You want Anderson, you want Bjork, and the rest, you kind of let him go. Yeah, I, I think and that's And if none fine. of those guys come back outside of Kurashev, I'm probably not grabbing any torches or pitchforks. Sure, forks. yeah, if they if they, if they <laughs> say... Yeah, that's the only guy I'm going to be upset about if he's not back. And there's... Who? I don't... Kershaw. I don't see oh, any I, scenario there's no where way he's not, not back. Of course. There's yeah, no, no way, way. Other not. than that, as long as you give me some Phil Kershaw for at least three more years, other than that, do what you want with the rest of them, to be honest with you. Yeah. It really doesn't change thing. It doesn't change the future of the organization if none of those guys come back. Yeah, and I, and, and you're not you're not looking and at Soderblom. long-term. Yeah, Kershaw, Soderblom. You're not looking at long-term deals with any of those guys. Right. So. All right, so uh, we're about to wrap up the show. We got to do one more ad break, but I was supposed to shave my beard today, but I forgot my razor and my beard king at home. Mm. So as punishment, I'm going to eat a 30-year-old piece of gum. 35-year-old piece of gum. Is this just a, a long ploy to not shave your beard? I'm kind of actually looking forward to Because now you're going to be sick tomorrow, not on the no, show. You because you ate I've the, actually, like, I've talked gum. myself into it. I can't shave it. my beard if I'm dead. <laughs> I've talked myself into, oh, God, there's, like, there's like brown stuff in here. Uh, uh, well, if it looks like mold, I, I would say don't eat it. It's stuck to the card. You're gonna get the card sweat. I think it's just paint. Oh, you're gonna get extra ink. <laughs> oh, it's paint. No, no problem. Oh, right. whose card are you? Rick Cerrone. Rick Cerrone. Sure. You get yelled at for saying his name wrong. 
I can't get the gum off the. Oh well, card. you gotta eat the That's card then stuff. too. Yeah, eat the whole card. <laughs> put the I card, eat the card. Oh god, card might taste better. I, I, I don't. I don't think you sh- I don't think you should do this. I can't get it off. <laughs> oh no! You want a different pack? Well, I'll try another one. Ooh, Jim Rice, Jim Deshays. Hey, look at that! Take it to Wrigley. Get Bobby Bonilla still getting paid. That's a rookie card, I think. Maybe no, no. Actually, I take that back. Uh, his rookie card was with the White Sox. Remember? Buddy Bell, Pete Ladd. No relation to Andrew. We don't know that. Billy Bean. The yeah, it's, money, it's not Brad Pitt. The Moneyball guy? Yep. Bob Dernier. Jim Dwyer. Is that one loose? I think this, this piece is loose. Dick Hauser. Dick Hauser. When you pull him up in the phone book, he's Hauser Dick. <laughs> <laughs> not great. Uh, Alvaro Espinoza. Kids today have no idea what a phone book <laughs> Frank is. Frank Viola. John Franco. <laughs> Tim Leary. Oh, the old uh, LSD guy. Uh, Don Manningly and Bruce Berenyi. How many cards are in that pack? That's a lot of packs. All right. All right. I'll try one more. I am genuinely trying to do this. Maybe you should uh, save the gum for after (laughs) the DraftKings. Just for uh, you. (laughs) I do have to do the disclaimer. disclaimer. All right. All right. Let me do that first. All right. This gum is edible. All right. I mean, available to put. It's it's available. It's available to put in my mouth. Let's put (laughs) it that way. She did say that. (laughs) All right. Uh, Hey, everybody. It's NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets. If their team wins, plus everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10 Looking at our friends here in Denver, just enjoying all the sports success. Uh, here is a quick same-game parlay right there at the top of your app. Uh, Timberwolves Nuggets, I like uh, at plus 260. You get uh, the Nuggets on the money line. Nikola Jokic, 12-plus rebounds. Rudy Gobert, 12-plus rebounds. That's plus 260. So jump on that Sounds good. on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now and sign up with code CHGO. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in free bets if their team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Four six seven three six nine in Kansas. Call eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Twenty one plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings dot com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Nice, nailed it. Yeah, got it. And hey, nailed when it. you uh, are are winning your bets and putting that money in your pocket or in your bank account or your Venmo account, or your Bitcoin, whatever it is, uh, ComEd is there to make sure that that money stays in your pocket because their energy efficiency program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. You know, I'm really glad you brought up our ComEd pals because they offer a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial equipment, 
kitchen equipment or industrial processes. Greg, how does that work? Very easily. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually, my preference, because I don't like actual people, uh, and last <laughs> approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on when? Right darn now, immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project cost, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get start saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Is that uh, poweringbiz, B-I-Z? B-I-Z, yes. Schedule it today. I will do that. Bobby Bonilla plays paddleball in his leisure time. On the New York Mets money. All right. <laughs> That's Here a great go. fun fact. Hey, you know you can win a trip to the 1988 spring training camp? Uh, I'm holding out hope. Pack? <laughs> All right. Man, this this is not in mint condition. Here it comes. This is uh, oh boy, crunchy. You want it ready for the ASMR, Joey? Yeah, there's going to be a crunch to this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. Should have brought the razor. <laughs> oh, man. It tastes all right. Yeah. It's just not gum anymore. No, it's, no, it's I just wanna, dust. I don't know. want to know what it actually is. All right, is. we'll go through the pack. Carlton Fisk. <sighs> hey, there nice. you go. Nice. That's a dude who I handed a baseball to, and he looked at it and handed it back. What a dick. <laughs> In what context? Trying to get an autograph? Yeah. Oh. He's like, yeah, sure. There you go. <laughs> dick. Uh, Donnie Hill. Sure. El <laughs> Polito. Yep. Oh, God. Doesn't, well, he own, doesn't he own a used car dealership somewhere? I think, I think so. so, yeah. Polito Steve Ford. Carlton. <laughs> Jerry Royce. God, this guy's 150 years old. Is it an old-timey card? He's got... Look at that guy. He's got, can you zoom in on that, Joey? The guy's <laughs> got, like, gray gray hair. He's like, what's his name in Major League? Ed, Ed, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Harris. Dave Rigetti. Tom Hume. Mm-hmm. Teddy... Higuera. Sure. Dave Gumpert, great name. Gumpert. Gumpert. Nice. Joe Carter, that's no a good one. The Jack Clark. No relation to Forrest Gumpert. Bill Swift, <laughs> Glenn Wilson, Rob Murphy, and Ken Schramm. Cool. Oh, that is not those, tasting good. Those are baseball players. All right. Allegedly. Well, we're back tomorrow, 2 o'clock. <laughs> Maybe one of these days we'll actually talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs again. I know. We <laughs> just we ran out of time. Ran we out will. Of time. Um. Our apologies Two o'clock, to Buddy Matt Robinson Damon and the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what? Buddy Robinson tomorrow. Two o'clock will be fun. Yep. yep. So uh, we'll talk Saturday to you then. And I'm Thursday. I will shave the beard tomorrow. I'm going to get home. I'm going to put everything in my backpack so I will not forget it. And you'll get to see what I look like without a beard, which isn't great. It's not great. So long as that gum doesn't take you down. Mm. It still tastes like gum. Uh, well, hey. But it is it is literally just crumbled. Fragments of something. Shards of glass. Yeah, it's gross. All right. Oh, I deserved it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) Reminder, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 with Buddy Robinson on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.